the specter of doubt. So the topic of doubt has come up lately. I made a video about it uh, yesterday. And it came up in certain conversations. It came up in the uh, talk I did yesterday, the live. And through comments and messages, people have asked me to speak more about doubt. So I guess it's the topic of the day. It's the uh, soup du jour. So what is doubt? We can all relate to doubt, the experience of doubt. Certainly we can relate to it in a intellectual way. When you're taking a test or you're asked a question and you just don't know the answer, or you're vaguely recalling some piece of information, but it's not clear, you're not sure you're remembering it correctly. So you have the feeling of doubt. This isn't exactly the type of doubt I'm talking about, but it is a form of it. There's a more fundamental form of doubt, a more uh, personal feeling form of doubt that without realizing it creeps into our psyche. It creeps into our lives. It creeps into our perception of ourself and our perception of how life is, how life looks, such that we're looking through a lens of doubt. We're looking through the glasses of doubt without knowing it. Now this probably starts in childhood and it becomes much more solidified by the time we're young adults. And then as we enter our adult life, we probably have a good amount of doubt interwoven in our internal processing. But it's more than just a collection of thoughts and beliefs. It's a feeling. It's a tone of experience. And one analogy I often make is it, it feels like you're driving with the brakes on. It feels like a nearly constant hesitation in life. So if anyone can relate to this, this is what I mean by doubt or great doubt or doubt mass. This is a little different than the way they might use the term doubt mass in Zen. But in this video, this is what I'm referring to, this feeling of holding back from life or being held back from life, a feeling of almost constantly second guessing yourself, a feeling of putting a lot of effort in, but there's also effort in the opposite direction to slow yourself down or to hold back or to hesitate. So what is this about? What is the underlying mechanism that causes this? And when does it resolve itself? At what stage of realization? So with the first um, shift, with the first insight into the nature of self, the nature of consciousness, the experience of that nearly constant state of doubt is often dropped for a period of time. We often feel this free flowing experience of being alive, this non-hesitation, fluidity. Things are so simple. And it's not even that we are feeling the fluidity and the free flow moving through life easily. It's just that all of life feels this way. It feels like everything is free flow. Everything is fluid. And it's always been this way. It's almost laughable that we ever got ourselves convinced that we needed to struggle in the first place, that we needed to push and pull on our experiences, that we needed to hesitate and doubt ourselves. This is usually 
uh, quite pronounced for for a time after that first uh, insight, that first shift. We often call this the honeymoon period. But later on, we start to often uh, experience some of that doubt again or some of that hesitation in life. This tends to be a little bit more about emotions. It tends to be when we start to feel emotions more directly, we notice that we have a deeper, more uh, primary or primal tendency to hold back, to avoid, to second guess ourselves, but mostly in situations where we feel a more physical threat. Uh, maybe not an immediate or imminent threat, but a situation where we could be physically harmed in certain circumstances. So often people will notice when they're driving or riding a bike in public or um, situations such as this, all of a sudden you feel fear in a way you never did before. Even before awakening, you might recall that I never really felt fear driving or maybe on occasion, but now just driving, my mind is aware that it's just a, a slip of the hand on the wheel or a car veering off into my lane uh, that could be the end of me, right? Or a serious injury. And just this knowing often causes a pretty intense fear and a, and a sort of feeling of hesitation. This is something that I actually hear people say pretty frequently after uh, awakening when they start to move through shadow material, that things that used to be pretty innocuous experientially suddenly feel more directly um, threatening or the emotions are more intense and the fear of the emotion and the resistance to the emotion is more intense. So obviously this is par for the course. This is how it's gonna go when we start to experience our attachment to physical form, our attachment to the body in a more direct way when it's not numbed out by the constant identification with thought. This is normal. This is how it goes and it's okay. But it can be surprising how intense that is. It can be very surprising how intense the emotions are. Again, I hear this frequently, how intense fear can be, how intense sadness can be, how intense shame can be, anger uh, later on. Now, this also calms down in a sort of different way, but the uh, doubt around this is less of a cognitive doubt, less of an intellectual doubt, um, but it still has that hesitation tone to it. It has that holding back feeling, that fundamental sense of, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I wanna go here. Um, this could be dangerous for me. And it's much more physical. It's much more of a, um, a process that's felt directly in the body. It's encoded in the, in the physiology. So I would say that's more the root of the doubt, the root of the specter of doubt. That's where it emanates from, is this fear of being manifest in form, this fear of the identification we have with form, with being a physical body, with being subject to all the conditions that can injure the body and ultimately will kill the body. So when we are in direct contact with this, it's much harder to talk ourselves out of it, talk ourselves down from it, to rearrange our beliefs and interpretations to suddenly not feel the fear. It doesn't really work that way. 
those days are over when it comes to this material. The only way out now is in. You have to go directly into that place you don't want to go, or at least the part of you that's identifying with form with the body doesn't want to go. You have to go directly into it. This is also where there's kind of a divergence in the way some spiritual, I don't know, systems and communities might speak or teach. Here's a place where I'm telling you, you have to go directly into the fire of the fear, of the pain, the anger, all of it, the visceralness of it all. Whereas sometimes it's sort of spoken of the opposite way. Like you can manifest your way out of that. Or you can um, pick better thoughts or, you know, the toxic positivity uh, spaces uh, that are out there might tell you something quite opposite here. But this is why awakening is so important because without awakening, it's very hard to even have access to this. But the attachment to form, the attachment to the body is really what's underlying all of the delusion and the suffering and the struggle with life and the doubt mass. And so you're in contact with it now. You have the access to it, which is so important. But this is a gritty um, part of the whole process. This is not uh, easy work. It's the work of surrender, physical surrender. And it's doable, of course, but it can take a little while to thaw out the tendency to avoid it at all costs and realize it's okay. You can go directly into that fear, but uh, it's intense at first, for sure. Um, here is where doubt feels very physical, um, but there's a, a, an intuition that can take you deeper, even into that fear, even beyond, and that's when you start to have a, a much more um, intimate interconnection with all that is, and a more intimate interconnection with um, all of form and that which is formless. That's what gets you through here. You might wonder, well, if every instinct you have is a physical body and you're identified as this body says no, what says yes? How do you go through this? Well, there's something that's beyond all of it. There is something truly that's beyond form, that is formless. Um, there's a force that's at work here, that's been at work here the whole time as this process has been unfolding for you. You don't have to give it a name, but you start to have a reverence for it. Call it the Dharma. Call it the urge to awaken, the urge to dispel all delusion. Call it the living truth, whatever, but you don't even need to call it anything but it's here and it will guide you deeper. It can come in any form. It can come in form of a teacher or a video that really resonates, a book. It can come in the form of tragedy in your life. It can come in the form of a friend who says something that just really, really deeply resonates. And it can just come in the form of the flow of life unfolding right before your eyes. But something will guide you deeper here. Something will guide you through these intense experiences these all-encompassing experiences. And it's a really powerful process. It's a profoundly transformative process uh, to go through this. But you have to, if you want to continue to deepen this process, this realization, or allow it to deepen itself naturally. 
You can't bypass this area. You can't avoid this. And it takes everything in one sense. It sees everything. It finds everything that's hidden. All those spaces that you didn't want to go into, you'll go there. And it's perfectly okay, of course, in the end. But at first, it won't feel like that. So this is where you start to have a reverence even for that specter of doubt because it's showing you where to go. It's showing you where the hidden places are. It's saying, hey, look here. But the language it's using is run. <laughs> you don't want to look here. This is scary. This is the bad place. This is the part of yourself you don't want to see. That's the language. But what it's really saying is look here. Come right in. Go right to the core, right to the root, and just stay there until the work is done. So in the end, the specter of doubt ends up being your friend when it comes to shadow work. You just have to learn to reinterpret the language. <laughs>